everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about how to deal with weight loss plateaus. They're gonna happen, okay? No matter what you do along your weight loss journey, there are gonna be periods of time where you even out or maybe put a little bit of weight back on. And how you deal with those is gonna make all the difference in the world to the ultimate weight loss results that you get. So before we even hit them, we wanna be prepared for them, okay? They're normal, they're natural, they're unavoidable, right? Weight loss is inconsistent and unpredictable. Right? Sometimes you can eat, you can reduce your calories, be exercising, and you'll start losing weight. And then even though you're maintaining the same calorie reduction, the same exercise routine, the weight plateaus. Who knows why? I mean, there's just a million reasons why. Sometimes your body's readjusting, and then if you maintain everything, you'll start losing weight again. Sometimes you got to tweak things. So how do you deal with it? The first thing is, again, to recognize they're coming and be prepared. And so when they happen, what I suggest you start focusing on is the plan that you're following. Okay, so whatever your eating strategy is, if you're working out, whatever your strategy to lose weight is, when you hit a plateau, it's an opportunity for you to practice and focus on your maintenance. Because remember, the goal here is not to lose weight, it is to live at your goal weight. And so when you hit a plateau, it's an opportunity for you to really optimize how you're doing this for the long term. Meaning, if you're cutting drastic calories down and it's really difficult and the only thing that can keep you going is watching that scale go down, that's not a good sign for your long-term success. If you're strategically cutting calories down and you're losing weight and it's relatively comfortable and as soon as the weight evens out, it's not that hard to keep going, that's a good sign, okay? And so when you hit a plateau, don't freak out about it. Start focusing on the process you're using to create the weight loss and optimize that process. Make it easier. Clean up your diet. Clean up your eating. Clean up your habits. Look on different things to make it easier for you to follow your process and your plan. Because again, eventually that's where you're going to get to. And if the only thing that keeps you going along your weight loss journey is watching the scale go down, you're in big trouble for when you ultimately get to your goal weight. Okay, so understand that plateaus are completely normal, natural, unavoidable. Be prepared for when they happen by focusing on the process. Optimize the process. Make it easier. Make it more enjoyable. Make it more effective. But do not freak out, okay, because it's just normal and natural part of the process. So be prepared for your plateaus. Master them. And again, you're going to end up mastering your weight. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. We will... Uh, get to them <laughs> best we can here we're on a friday who wants to talk about weight loss on a friday afternoon <laughs> we're getting ready for the weekend what do we think about weight loss but uh i always joke around that uh uh program yourself is probably the only weight loss program in the world you would ever start on a friday <laughs> and uh i say that you know there's been a couple people joined the program today and it's just it's funny because <clears throat> to me if you could start, whether you would start your weight loss plan on a Friday is a good litmus test to really notice if you're going to stick with this thing, get any success at all or not. If the only plan you can start is on a Monday, because that's when you get really fired up and okay, the weekend's behind me now and I ate everything and now I'm going to start. That's a bad sign. That's a bad sign for your ultimate success here. So again, you want a plan that's so easy and enjoyable to do that you don't mind starting on a, on a Friday. You can't wait. Right. And again, I'm not saying mine's the only plan to do this, but with program yourself, then, you know, it's like people aren't freaking out about it because you start it and you listen to a hypnosis session. You know, you wake up tomorrow morning, you listen to a five minute hypnosis session. Um, so it's simple. It's easy. It's comfortable as opposed to, you know, starting tomorrow by completely cutting out sugar, completely cutting out carbs, cutting down to 1200 calories, stop eating for 16 hours, all of this intense shit. You know what I mean? That people try to do to lose weight. 
it's um it's insanity you know what i mean when you really take a step back and think about it um but <laughs> that's what everyone does uh, that's true i always say monday after i go grocery shopping yeah right nicole i, I mean that's just how it is um you know th that's my goal anyone that ever listens to me on these knows that my goal is to is to come out here and redefine weight loss for you and how you're going to do it um, most people have been conditioned to think about weight loss like a dieter, right? You think about it, it's been, it's been, um, you know, just, just a whole lifetime of being conditioned how to think about weight loss by diets. And um, you can't even think about weight loss in any other way at this point, you know? So it's really important that you start to realize that there's better ways to do this, you know? And if you need to, um, you know, if, if you need to like get yourself so hyped up, so hyped up to do your diet, that's a shitty diet. You know, again, it's that all or nothing mindset, right? Where, and you'll say that, oh man, I'm all or nothing. I'm all or nothing. Well, you can't be all or nothing. You better stop being all or nothing, right? Program yourself in is all or something. So if you think you're going to be all or nothing, right? What's all or nothing? You're nothing most of the time. And then what's Monday? Monday becomes the all thing, right? And it's this idea that you're going to be a hundred percent perfect with your reading just one day. <laughs> just why? Because you just decided, oh, I'm just going to be perfect with my eating from now on for the next six months until I reach my goal weight. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Nicole, I've been listening every day to you and reading your emails. I made progress this week. Great job, Nicole. Progress. There we go. See, I could tell you've been listening, right? We want progress over perfection. You know, that that's the goal. That's the path to weight mastery. Not this idea. The idea that you're just going to wake up one day and decide to be perfect with your reading. I, I mean, every time I say it out loud, it, it becomes goofier, you know? And that's what I want for you as well, is that you just realize... <clears throat> That's why you don't want to do the diet. Do you know what I mean? Like I always say this to people because, you know, everyone in program yourself then is, is always, they're always smart, too smart <laughs> overthinkers, right? Always overthinking everything. And then that, that leads to that to be perfectionist. And so it's like, you know, you're starting with nothing and then all of a sudden you're going to be perfect. And that leap in effort and focus and, and difficulty is overwhelming. You know, and it's like, that is why you don't actually start a plan or stick with a plan. It's not, it's not a mystery. It's not because you don't have, it's not because you don't have, uh, you know, willpower. It's because it's a shitty plan. The idea that you go from nothing to perfect. <laughs> I just sit here laughing about it. You know, it's just funny stuff. Oh my God, your eyelashes. What mascara do you use? <laughs> just natural mother nature, baby. Those are my Greek jeans. I get, uh, I guess I got long eyelashes, but, um, you know, to put it in a context with the, with the weight loss. And I love this metaphor. <clears throat> it's like if you want to play piano, right? But you're wicked impatient. I want to play it. I want to get good really fast. So you're going to play like 10 hours a day, right? Shittiest plan ever because it's like maybe you could get through one day. Maybe, probably not. Um, but 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 at the end of that day, your fingers are going to be killing. You're going to wake up the next day. Your fingers are crippled up. You can't do anything for the next couple of days. And that's not a good strategy, you know? And that's what you do metaphorically with your diet. Again, it's not that you don't have the willpower. It's that you're just, you're so overcompensating. You're so overcorrecting that you don't have a chance in hell of, of sticking with it, you know? And, and the worst part is you've been conditioned to think that that's normal. You know, you've been conditioned to think, well, yeah, what, what, if I'm serious, if I really want to lose weight, the, the way I got to do is I got to commit to completely changing how I eat tomorrow, starting tomorrow. And I got to do it perfectly tomorrow and perfectly the next day and perfectly this weekend. <laughs> I do it perfectly when I go to my cousin's birthday party. I could go do it perfectly when I go to the restaurant. It's like, what? <laughs> what? What? Like, where else in the world do we think this way?
You know what I mean? That just one day, oh, just because you decided to be perfect, you're going to be perfect? Oh, is that all it takes? You know? And so that's what I try to tell you because I know you internalize it. That's the part that does make me sad. I'm kind of joking about this, but the part that's genuinely sad is that you're probably sitting in your head now and you're, you're so mean to yourself and you feel so discouraged and frustrated with um, your inability to lose weight and you keep blaming yourself, you know? And that, that's the, the literal number one reason why I get out here and, and do this is because I don't want you to feel bad that you haven't lost weight and blame yourself for it. It, it's, it, and I know I like you hear this stuff sometimes. Well, it's not your fault. No, literally, it's not your fault. Um, you have not ever, ever, literally ever been taught how to master your weight. You know, you have to make the distinction between what a diet is, is someone telling you what to do, right? Every diet, you, I don't give a shit what diet you tell me. Any diet you tell me, any workout plan you tell me, it's always someone telling you what to do. And every single diet, you're left to try and get yourself to do it. And so how do you get yourself to do it? You try and use your willpower to force yourself to follow the plan. And you can do it for a couple days, a couple weeks, and then you go back to what you always do. And it, you just keep repeating that process over and over and over again. And then the whole time you keep thinking, oh, it's because I'm not serious. I don't have the willpower. I'm addicted to food. I'm addicted to sugar. Da, da, da. And, um, you know, it, it's not it, it's not you. It's that there's a complete lack of strategy. Like Like you have zero strategy. You know, you got one tactic because every diet is a tactic. It, it, you know that? Isn't that weird? Think about that. Like every single diet that, that's out there, the popular, they're all one tactic. Just get, get rid of carbs, eat 1200 calories, count your points, eat low fat, eat just meat, <laughs> eat just vegetables. It's always one thing. And it's like you need a comprehensive, holistic approach to master your weight. You know, and that, that's the key. Um, Nicole says, yes, self-sabotage. Thank you for what you do. You've helped me think my choices. Yeah, that's great. You know, to be honest, Nicole, and I always say this, like I I don't, when people say it's like self-sabotage, I just don't believe that's the accurate description of it. Because how can it be self-sabotage if you don't know how to do it in the first place? You know, like, because you, you, the self-sabotage, right? If we, if we go deeper into what the subconscious meaning of that is, the self-sabotage is almost like, well, I'm not keeping myself on the track. I'm not following the plan. And so I'm sabotaging myself. And I think what's more accurate is that you don't even have a plan. You got a general idea of how you should eat and you're trying to force yourself to do it and you can't stick with it because you're not meant to. Like your brain's not, you're not built to be conscious of every little food decision you make and everything you do. It's overwhelming. What, what dieting is really like, if you want to put it in another metaphor that really explains it, you're not struggling with dieting because you're, it's hard to say no to the good foods. That's a little bit of it. The bigger part is that you're trying to change your automated behaviors. So a better kind of equivalence of what changing your, your eating is like is to think like if you woke up one day and you said, you know what, today I'm going to brush my teeth with my other hand. I'm going to use my computer mouse with my other hand. I'm going to hold my phone with my other hand. Okay, you could do it, but it would take lots and lots of thought. Go brush your teeth tonight with the other hand and see how it feels. You're going to do it and you're going to have to really think about it. And you know what? You're going to get annoyed and frustrated because usually you just do it on autopilot. It doesn't take any energy. And as soon as you do it with the other hand, you have to think about it and concentrate it and your energy levels go down. It's annoying. And so when you are going on a diet, it's you basically trying to control all your automated behaviors. And it doesn't take long before you get annoyed and frustrated because it takes so much energy. And speaking of energy, are you walking around with an abundance of energy or are you kind of overwhelmed, kind of stressed, just 
barely getting by through the days, right? Well, if that's the case, where are you getting this extra energy from to take control of all of your eating behaviors? It's estimated we make over 200 food decisions a day. So when you want to lose weight, you're expecting that to succeed, you have to micromanage 200 decisions a day, every day until you lose the weight. It's horseshit. It's just, it doesn't work, you know? And it's not your fault. It's just a shitty strategy, you know? There's an absence of strategy in your mind. And so what I think, just to bring it back, I mean, in a nutshell, in the, again, program yourself is pretty comprehensive, but the core of it is it's really a mindset approach to weight, um, weight mastery. And if you're really honest with yourself, I think you realize that you have an overweight mindset, a diet mindset, and you basically just kind of flip-flop between them. You know, when you're not thinking about weight, you're not thinking about food, you're in your overweight mindset and you just naturally do the things that keep you overweight. And then sometimes you get so upset about your weight that then you go into diet mode and you drastically change everything. And you can't keep that up for long. So as soon as you kind of run out of gas, you just go back to overweight mindset doing that. And you just keep flip-flopping between them, you know? But the worst thing is when you actually stick with it and you start to lose the weight. But what ends up happening most of the time, 95% of the time, you put the weight back on. Why? Because you got you got two mindsets. You've got an overweight mindset. You've got a diet mindset. Well, once you lose the weight, how are you going to think? Like an overweight person or a dieter? Because dieting is just about losing the weight. Overweight's obviously about being overweight. Do you have a thin and healthy mindset? <laughs> Do you know how to think like a thin and healthy person? Are you ever trying to learn how to think like a thin and healthy person? Do you have any support or someone showing you how to think like a thin and healthy person? Is that not the real goal? To create a thin and healthy mindset so that you can live at your goal weight for the rest of your life on your autopilot? So that living at your goal weight is as easy as living at your overweight weight? So I don't know, I can't, it's not possible. Of course it's possible. You have to change how you're thinking, but it's absolutely possible. Um, Blas Raga says the hundred of diets I've done have been a punishment for eating badly. They've never last long. Oh, that that's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. They're punishments. That's, that's, I think they're right on the money. That's what I think. I think the diets are a way for you to self-punish yourself because what I see, what most people weight loss motivation comes from is what I call the spontaneous pain-based experience. You know, you're just going along at your weight and then all of a sudden, you know, you see a picture of yourself. You're like, holy shit, I didn't know it was that big. Or you step on the scale and you finally, oh my God. Or the clothes that you swore would always fit, now they don't fit. You know, or someone says something shitty to you. Or you got to go to the doctors. And all of a sudden, it's like right in front of you. You get so upset what you did with yourself. That's it. Time to start my plan tomorrow. I got I to do this. No, no more sugar. No more carbs. Whatever your, you know, your diet idea is. And again, yeah, like you said, you can do it for a little while. But here's the problem. Your brain is a pleasure-seeking mechanism, man. Like, why do you think losing weight's hard in the first place? Because the food is pleasurable. And so here you come along, okay, here's my weight loss plan. I'm going to get rid of all the pleasure and I'm going to live in this pain-based reality until I get to this amazing pleasure place. Oh, shitty plan. <laughs> if that's your plan, it's a shitty one. You need, to, you need to feel pleasure along this path from day one. I sit in front of you. I lost 50 pounds and I've maintained the exact same weight for 30 years. No dieting, no working out. I'm not proud of that. I'm lazy. I don't like working out. I'm starting to do some resistance stuff because for other reasons, I'm active. I hate going to the gym. I hate cardio. I hate working out, okay? So I'm starting to work on the workouts I find I have to do for other reasons. Um, but how have I done it? Well, I've mastered my mindset, my lifestyle, my eating. And I love it. I love how I eat. I love how I live. I love how I think about all this stuff. And it always improves and gets better. So there's always, it's interesting, you know? It's like a lot of people get excited when there's a new flavor of Lay's potato chips. I'm excited with some new little tweak I make to my diet or my mindset or my lifestyle habits. 
you know? And there's always new ones coming. It's exciting. When I look back five years ago where I was and where I'm now, I'm just like, wow, it's exciting. And I can't wait to see where I'm five years from now. So there's a lot of excitement and, and, and enjoyment and curiosity and looking forward to the future that is built into this process. Do you have any of that in your diet plan, right? Do you feel any of those things, right? So what are you going to do? Just grin and bear it, white knuckle it, miserable, shitty quality of life just to get to some number on a fucking scale you don't care about? Well, when you put it that way, it doesn't sound very inspiring, but this is the reason why you haven't done it. It's not because you know how many, you're not a weak-willed person. You're not a bad person. You're not, you're not addicted to food. It has none of that shit. It's the fact that you have zero, zero strategy, zero plan, awareness, knowledge of how to change your behaviors. And it comes that, it's that simple, you know? Um, and that's kind of how it is. I'm working on it, but it seems, but I seem to eat either not enough or too much. Oh yeah, Sophie, I get it. That's that, that's that all or nothing mindset. That's the classic. Um, you know, and I will tell you the way around that is really, the way around everything when it comes to weight. And it all starts by changing your focus. You have been conditioned by a lifetime of diets. And I'm talking about you have been exposed to millions of diet ads in your life. Every diet ad is the before after picture, how long it took to get there. So your mind, you, you associate weight loss as a diet and you think of it temporarily. You're like, I'm going to diet until I get to my goal weight. That's what, I, that's what I'm gonna do. You're treating the goal weight like it's the finish line. But the reality is that your goal weight is just the starting line because how long do you want to keep the weight off for? Right? Forever. And so it's really important that you shift your goal from wanting to lose weight to wanting to get to your goal weight and live the rest of your life at your goal weight on near autopilot. You never articulate that goal specifically, which is why you probably haven't achieved it. You know, if you just focus on losing weight, you lose the weight and then there's like this vacuum in your mind. You're like, well, what do I do now? Because you're never prepared to live at that weight. You say, oh, once I get there, I'll figure it out. Well, then you get there and you're like, well, I don't know what to do, you know? And so you need to start working on your program yourself. Then we start working on maintenance day one. It's all about being the person you want to be. It's not about just losing weight. It's about becoming the person you want to be. One aspect of that is, is your weight, you know? But there's more to it and it's really built on living at your goal weight for the rest of your life on near autopilot. That, that statement is very specific because your, con your subconscious mind is very, very literal. So you need to be very specific with it to the point, literally, this is what I think. I think people keep saying, I want to lose weight. I want to lose, tell me you don't think this nonstop all day, every day for the last 30 years. I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. Okay, great. Well, you lost the weight. Now you're at your goal weight. What are you saying now? What are you saying now? You can't keep wanting to lose weight. I find what most people say, I hope I don't put the weight back on. Please, I don't want to put the weight back on. I'm scared I'm going to put the weight back on. You know, you get what you get. You get what, you, you know, your, your mind, you have an internal dialogue. You're talking to yourself all day. That internal dialogue in, in the hypnosis world, we always say you are your own best or worst hypnotist because you are up in your head chattering all day long. This is what I help people with. Again, that's why most of my clients are overthinkers who are on the perfectionist scale. And that overthinking and that perfection is keeping you stuck. Because you're always asking questions like, what's wrong with me? How come I can't stick with a plan? Why do I keep screwing up? Why do I keep eating ice cream? I want to lose weight so bad. Why don't I ever do it? Why don't I work out? Why don't I do this? And you're constantly focusing on the reasons why you don't do things. But what you don't realize is you're obsessively, if you're an overthinker, the overthinking is not the problem. It's what you're overthinking. And you are overthinking the problem constantly. Now, I understand why. You think you're going to get to some cognitive breakthroughs going to change everything. New world. You know, but what you don't realize is the hypnotic effect you're doing to yourself, which is this, your subconscious mind doesn't understand negatives. I tell you, don't think about a banana. 
Don't. I told you not to think about a banana. What are you thinking about? A banana. So when you say to yourself, why did I eat that? Why do I keep eating the ice cream at night? Why do I keep eating that full pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream on the sofa at night? Why do I keep eating that ice cream last night? What are you imagining in your mind? You're imagining yourself sitting on the sofa watching TV, eating a pint of ice cream. That's just reinforcing the behavior. So what's the alternative? The alternative is to say, how can I lose weight in an easy and enjoyable way? How can I eat healthier foods and enjoy it? What, how can I get to my goal weight and live there on near autopilot? Now, I know you don't have those answers, but you never ask those questions. And when you start to take that overthinking mind and start focusing on the solutions, you start developing very elegant, customized solutions for you. And that's, that's the big difference, you know? Um, good point. So he said I lost that 20 pounds in six months. Great job. Oh, but I haven't changed my weight in two years. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Is calorie counting bad? <clears throat> Nothing's good or bad. You know, program yourself then the core philosophy we have is that there's no right or wrong. There's only, only what works for you. So for some people, they love calorie counting. You know, I, I would say that's the minority I've seen. Um, it's, it's a little unusual to count calories, right? But some people are just built that way. Great, then you do it. But if you don't like counting calories, then you don't do it that way. <laughs> it's that simple. You create a plan that works for you. Now, you've never done this because you're so impatient with your weight loss that you just want someone to give you the plan and then you're going to try and follow it. You know, trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. And you just keep trying to force yourself to follow this plan that doesn't resonate with you, right? God forbid you take a step back and say, wait a second, I'm going to create a plan that works for me. <laughs> hey, oh, <laughs> and program yourself in. That's again, that's the main point. There's a 60 page work where you go through and you create a, it's all your weight mastery blueprints, mindset blueprint, lifestyle blueprint, eating blueprint that's customized to you. There's some general structures you work around to kind of fill in the blank, but then you've got to put your genetics, your personality, your preferences, likes and dislikes, your lifestyle into that plan. I, wa I could tell you what I eat, but who gives a shit? Who cares what I eat? You're not me. You don't have my preferences. You don't have my genetics. You don't have my body. You don't have my lifestyle. So who gives a shit what I eat? There's some general things you could learn from it, but the specifics of what I eat, why do you care? Like what, how is that going to help you? And yet every time I'm on TikTok and I see someone say, oh, I lost 30 pounds. It's like, there's a flood. Tell me how you did it. Tell me how you did it. Tell you how you did it. God damn. If you've been trying to lose weight for 30 years and you're just like, so what are you doing? How'd you lose the weight? What the fuck are you doing? How could you be 30 years into this and not know how to lose weight? And that, my friends, <laughs> is a really interesting question. Because if you're honest with yourself, you honestly have no better idea how to, about, how to lose weight now than you did before you started your first diet, which is really a big problem. Because it just proves you're not walking a path. You're stuck in a hamster wheel. You just keep repeating the same process over and over again. You ignore your weight. You don't think about it. You get upset at one point about your weight. You get so upset. You start a plan that's unsustainable. You do it for a couple days or a couple weeks. Then you go back to doing nothing. And you just keep repeating this cycle. And so it's like the weight mastery path is you start it today. And each and every day you get 1% better. You keep tweaking, customizing, and optimizing your plans and your strategies based on you and what works for you. You keep learning from your mistakes. You keep growing, evolving. In a year from now, you're not 365% better. You're exponentially better off. And you're way further down the path. And underneath you, you've got a foundation that's solid because you've created plans that are built for you. But where are you at? How much weight you lost last six months of last year? 
do you have any plan on you? Have you learned anything? Have you grown? Have you evolved? Or are you just looking for the next best plan? Oh, maybe I'll try the Ozempic now. You know what I mean? Like, are you, you're just so, you're as desperate as you've always been. And I'm telling you why. It's because you're obsessed with fast weight loss results. Which brings me to the point, what, what is fast weight loss, folks? If, let's, what's the fastest weight loss you can create? Let's just say you water fast, right? Let's say that's pretty much the fastest way you could lose weight. Stop eating, okay? So let's just say you water fast for a month, right? You lose 25 pounds. All right, right? Yeah. But what happens the next month when you start eating again? You put the 25 pounds back on. So was that fast weight loss or was that no weight loss? And so let's look at the other side of the scale. Let's say that you start making slow, systematic changes to your eating and your lifestyle and you lose a pound a week. So slow, so boring, but it's easy and it's sustainable. The first month, four pounds. That gives a shit. It's nothing. This sucks. The second month, eight pounds. Well, that's all right. Next month's 12 pounds. Oh, 16 pounds. Next year, you're 50 pounds down and you've done it in a way that's sustainable and that you can keep it up and now you can live there forever. So which one's slow weight loss and which one's fast weight loss? And which one's no weight loss? Because where are you at with your weight? How much weight have you lost last six months last year? You're obsessed with weight loss. You think about 24 hours a day. So what's going on? You know? I've only been in this for five years. Yep. I was skinny until about 19. Oh, whoop, that's me. Yeah, same with me. I, I was I was skinny until I was about 18, 19. And then my, oh, I talk about hypnosis. My mom growing up, she was like, oh, I was skinny like you. And uh, and now look at me, right? She was overweight. And she goes, I used to have to get liver shots. I was so skinny. Look at me now. Look at me now. Wait till you get older. Wait till you get older. Wait till you get older. Oh, 18 comes. Here I go. Boop. 50 pounds heavier. Oh, shit. You know? So, yeah. And I realize now. I mean, that's the whole stuff. I'm not going to go into that now. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whiplash, right? You know, Sophie, you know, that's how it is. Um, I've been gone three, four minute walks each day and it feels like not enough. Yeah, yeah, that's me, that's me. Yep. I know, I know it's you guys. I know, this is what I do. I've been doing this for 20 years. I don't have 5,000 private weight loss sessions and I come at it from a different angle. I'm all about the mindset. So I know how you think about weight loss more than you do. I really do, you know? And also I know the solution to it. Just start intermittent fasting. I like what you said. The goal is to live at your goal weight. Yeah, exactly, runner. Um, again, intermittent fasting is great. Just make sure it resonates with you. If you find that, oh, I can't do this 16 hours, I dread it. Well, you don't have to do 16 hours. I, I can't stand... What bugs me out most about all of this shit is that everyone's like selling a, a fucking product. And so <laughs> I got a product to sell too. But I, I give everything away for free too. So I can say that. But um, but but so it's like when you're selling a diet, you have to make it seem like you got to follow this diet perfectly. Right? If you're going to do intermittent fast, you've got to do it for 16 hours. It's the last two hours that do all the magic. You know what I mean? So it's like they're always bullshitting you. Man, there's no industry in the world that's more full of shit than the weight loss industry. You know, it's a $65 billion a year industry, you know? And it's just full of shit. And so they're always like, oh, you got to do it this way. And you got to do it perfectly like this because they're trying to sell some magic sauce. Listen, your weight loss comes down to reducing your calorie consumption, your average calorie consumption. And you can do that a hundred different ways, you know? And so again, it's about figuring out what works for you and what's sustainable. You know, it's not this all or nothing approach that you can do for a couple days. That That's not the way. That's not the path. So he says, when I'm losing a pound a week, it feels like it's not working because the scale fluctuates so bad. Yeah, exactly, Sophie. I, I know that. I keep telling myself it's fine, but then I'm still the same weight. Yeah, but I know that. I get that. It, it, slow weight loss, that's, it dooms people. Now, again, this isn't just diets at this point because there isn't, there's an, 
you're born with a cognitive bias. It's called future discounting. And it's basically says this, that if I give you, uh, so I'll give you a hundred dollars now or $200 two years from now, you're going to take the hundred bucks now, right? It's a certain thing. And so this idea, when it comes to weight loss, the idea of losing a pound a week, is just not motivating. Cause you're like, Oh my God, it's gonna take me forever. You know? And so you need to do these extreme things. that feel like I'm gonna lose five pounds this week. And that's motivating. And you've got to recognize that and not fucking fall into it. I mean, you can't keep falling for it. Again, I'm not blaming you. You're literally in a trance. When people say, I don't know if I can be hypnotized. Boop. Yes, you can. And yes, you are. When it comes to weight loss, you're hypnotized. You're hypnotized to be a dieter. And you have to de-hypnotize yourself. You have to have strategies to program yourself, condition yourself to enjoy and appreciate the scale slowly going down. Now, there's a lot of ways to do that. That's, that's what I do in my program. But if you just only chase fast weight loss, you are forever going to be on that hamster wheel. And it's as simple as that. Um, it's that simple. Six months down, 55 pounds, 80 to go. Great job, Robert. That is great. Quite an accomplishment. Good job. What's the best way to lower cortisol? Yeah, relax. Oh, I saw you upset in comments as you're speaking. Um, I know. Yeah, I try. I'm trying to respond to them as I see them. I, I do this all the time. I get caught up talking too much, and then I see a bunch of comments, and I, I mess that up. So I try to go quicker. Um, lowering cortisol. So in my program, again, it's a holistic, comprehensive approach. And so what I would suggest to you, again, there's mindset, lifestyle, eating. Let me say this real quick, quick, quick pitch. If you're not on my email list, please go to my bio. Click the little face of me up on the left, and I think I click one more button that brings you to my profile. Click the link in the button and go get the hypnosis session I give you. It's a free hypnosis session. It's the new Thin Me. It's a kickstart session. Um, and then on top of that, so it takes, you answer like three, four questions. I customize it, give it to you. And it takes a few minutes to send it to you. And I give you a training, three steps to master your weight. Please watch this training. Okay, it's about a half hour. It'll give you a completely new approach to, to change your weight. And I got a new training that's going to replace that. It's even better. Long story short, you need a comprehensive approach to master your weight. Okay, you need to, really master your mindset, your lifestyle, and your eating. And the lifestyle is a crucial piece of this puzzle. And I think it's the missing piece. The mindset and the lifestyle piece is the missing pieces of most people's weight loss puzzle. Cortisol, yes. And so when it comes to lifestyle, there's eight habits I help people bring into their life. And in an order of importance, proper sleep, hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. You get these things into your life and they support your weight loss on a physical level, a much deeper level. And so, yeah, best way to lower cortisol is to start relaxing more. Um, that That's the number one way. Uh, cause, you know, again, hypnosis, all my sessions help you do this because I believe you learning to relax and calm down, never mind just the cortisol. And I think that's helpful. But more importantly, you're activating, you have two main, you have two automatic nervous systems. You have a sympathetic nervous system, which is fight, flight, or freeze, and you have a parasympathetic nervous system, your rest, digest, pause, and plan system. So your fight, flight, or freeze nervous system is when you're stressed, okay? You're tense, you're stressed. The blood goes from your brain down to your body. You're not able to think clearly. You're very reactive. In this state, you tend to overeat, be, choose unhealthy foods. Cortisol levels are higher, holding you, causing your body to hold on to fat. And this is where most people are living their lives from in a very simp over-activated sympathetic nervous system. And in that situation, it is almost impossible to lose weight and keep it off when you're always stressed out. Not just because of the cortisol, but because of all the reasons I said. So activating your parasympathetic nervous system, becoming, a more, becoming more grounded in this relaxed, calm nervous system throughout your day, 
the blood goes back up to your brain and now you can think and see things more clearly, automatically. It automatically reduces your unhealthy cravings. It automatically increases your healthy cravings. It automatically makes you more motivated because you're more clear and focused on the goals that are gonna serve you and that you wanna achieve. You're more able to make healthier choices and decisions and to influence those decisions. So that's a leveraged behavior. The more you relax and calm down in your life, the more calm and relaxed you approach life as, the easier it is to lose weight and keep it off which is why I program yourself then, I bookend every day for you. There's a couple parts of the program, but one key part, now I know the hardest part of change is remembering, so I deliver you my program through your phone because I know tomorrow morning you're gonna wake up and you're gonna look at your phone first thing. And when you do, you're gonna see a message from me, you're gonna click it and it's gonna bring you to a five minute hypnosis session. Every day for eight weeks, it's a new five minute hypnosis session with a weight loss mantra in it. So I'm helping you develop a weight loss, a thin and healthy mindset but simultaneously, every time you listen to a hypnosis session, guess what? You're relaxing, you're calming down, you're allowing the blood to go back up to your brain. And so you're starting every day in this calm, relaxed state. Every day you're starting by practicing how to be more relaxed and calm. And then at night you get another message from me and that's your sleep gnosis session. That's a 10 minute session you listen to with a core weight loss mantra in it. So every night you're ending the day before you go to bed relaxed, calm, centered, peaceful. Do you think if you increased your relaxation and calm by 25% that it would impact you positively? It's a good question. Um, what's the best way to lower cortisol? Yep, just answer that one. What's the best way to, oh, okay, a couple times. <laughs> Let's talk about impatience. <laughs> With inflation, how it is, but yeah, you're right. Uh, I can't seem to break the 150 pound mark. I'm 5'4", I look okay, but want to look great. Well, I will tell you, Sophie, um, I have been so embarrassed to go to the gym. Yeah, okay, I get all that too. But Sophie, what I would suggest to you is kind of, I, I didn't know you were gonna ask that question, but piggybacking on that, what I was just talking about, that's the answer to your question. Listen, my whole career has been helping primarily women in some phase of menopause lose weight, okay? So how do you do that, right? Because menopause, insulin resistance, thyroid issues, hormonal imbalances, Hashimoto's, uh, PCOS, all of these things are real. They're real physical challenges that you gotta deal with. And in that situation, the calories probably aren't gonna be enough. We're just reducing the calories. And even if there was enough, you probably won't be able to keep them low if you don't deal with this physical core level. So what I just said is the lifestyle piece. It's the missing piece for most people. You know, if you think about all those things I just said, menopause, insulin resistance, PCOS, hormonal issues, all this stuff here, it's influencing your body in a negative way, in a way that's gonna make it harder to master your weight and your health. However, everything I just said in the lifestyle piece, sleep, hydration, relaxation, proper breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude, all of those things impact your body in a positive way. And so a lot of times this is the missing piece for people. You know, it transforms you from the inside out. I, I can't stress this enough. You know, cortisol levels go down after, you know, three, four, five, six months of your cortisol levels being lower, you being properly hydrated, your body start, starting to work optimally, your body starts to transform into a body that you probably cannot even imagine because what you're at right now, you're not getting enough sleep, you're probably dehydrated, you're probably stressed out, you're not breathing properly, you're probably undernourished, you're probably not moving enough, your mind's probably all over the place just making you stressed out even more, and you're probably not grateful. And so all of these things are make it almost impossible 
you know, to, to really change your weight. So I don't know. I mean, maybe you know those things, maybe you don't, but they're, they're the difference that make the difference. I can tell you that. It's so true. And I'm calm and not stressed. I make better choices about everything. Of course. Right. You know, which brings me to the point. I always say that you want to take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. The secret to getting better weight loss results, ironically, is to not make this focus about weight loss. You really need to shift your focus from weight loss to becoming the best version of you possible. It's a way more motivating goal. The weight loss isn't enough of a goal for you. So I'm telling you, that's your first problem. Anyways, you're not even motivated to lose weight. You're not. Don't confuse thinking about weight loss 24 hours a day with actual motivation. If you were really motivated to lose weight, you'd be doing the things to lose weight. You know? And the reason you're not motivated to lose weight is because you just think of it superficially. You just think, I want to look better. Well, that's not enough motivation. Oh, Jim, no, I really want to look better. Okay, well, how long you want to look better for? Well, forever. Okay, how are your results been? Not that good. Yeah, because it's not motivating enough. Well, I'm, I'm motivated, Jim. No, you're fucking not. You're not motivated. <laughs> Stop saying that. You, you know what I mean? Like, if you can't, if you don't know what the problem is, you can't fix it. And your problem is you're not motivated. Let's let's talk about it. <laughs> if you think you are, you tell me and we'll talk about it because I'm telling you you're not. Can you please explain the difference between the $1,000 program and the $300 program? Yeah, yeah, it's a great question. Um, so yeah, I just, maybe a month or two ago, I, I offered the program for 300 So it's the complete program. So I mean, like I haven't even started promoting yet, but, but for $300, it's the complete program. So it's, um, it's eight weeks of, you know, every day you get a hypnosis session in the morning, a five minute one. Um, there's 57 of them total. So by the end of the eight weeks, you've got 57 weight loss, mind, 57 sessions you've done in the morning. It's transformative. And then at night, there's eight weeks of those sleep gnosis sessions. You get eight of those. Um, you learn the program yourself thin technique, which shows you how to program your subconscious mind. It's a one to two minute technique. This is the cornerstone of the program, the redo and rehearsal technique. So you learn how to use a redo rehearsal technique to program your subconscious mind to make you thin. Um, very, very effective. That's the cornerstone, the main piece. Cause I can give you all the hypnosis and the I can teach you everything. You have got to learn how to influence your subconscious mind. You have to, because you are influencing your subconscious mind now and you don't realize it in to put it very bluntly, you weigh what you want to weigh subconsciously. You do not know how to change this most likely. When you know how to change it, you can weigh what you want to weigh and, and be at the weight you, you truly want to be. Um, then there's the Weight Mastery Blueprints. Again, a 60-page workbook I bring you through. There's trainings bringing through every single question on there, walking you through these blueprints. So you have the mindset, lifestyle, and eating blueprint to live at your goal weight. And so that's the full program. There's a bunch of bonuses as well. The $1,000 program is when you get to coach with me, okay? So we have coaching calls every Tuesday and Thursday, 3 p.m. Eastern, and you get to work with me for eight weeks, okay? So just to put it in context, it's $25,000 to work with me privately. And I only work with about four people at a time, right? I don't do much private coaching anymore. Um, so to do the group coaching with me is, it's unreal. Because so, listen, there ain't too many of me. There are not too many people that do what I do because most people are just telling you what to do. There's very few people that can take you when you feel like shit. Oh, I had a shitty day. I don't know. This isn't going to work. There's very few people that can take you in that state and flip you around into being really motivated. I'm one of them. Okay. I'm one of the highest paid hypnotists on the planet. So to work with me for eight weeks and I keep the group small so that I, can, I spend a lot of time with you. And to be honest, a lot of people don't even get on the calls. So it's, it's like a lot of times I spend a lot of time with you. I get to know you. I understand you and I guide you the entire time. And so, you know, it really is the deal. So, so again, I understand physical, you know, financial realities, which is why I made the $3 program itself. I tested out. People are still getting great results with that program. Um, but again, if you're able to do it, please get the coaching program. It is 
if you can work with me, I'm telling you, it is is the deal of the century. It will not be there for long because the price is going to go up on that. Um, but that's the big difference. And if you have any other questions beyond that, you can always just email me or um, message me. Um, I do three, one eating. I think my last challenge is not overeating on that day. Um, what's three, one eating? I'm blanking on that. I don't know. I think my last challenge is not overeating on that day. Oh, oh, I think you're saying, oh, wait, you meant five to one. Oh, wait, three to one. Oh, three, three. Are you talking like, like I talk about five, two, five clean, three, um, two pleasure. Like you're doing like three clean, one pleasure. That's interesting. If that's what you're doing. Um, let me know if that's what you mean. And if you say my last challenge is not overeating on that, that's perfect. That's that's what we're supposed to do. You know, I was just talking about this yesterday. So I'm programming myself then. That's that's part of the eating plan we create is is we follow a general model of of five clean eating days, two pleasure eating days. Which, by the way, I was just explaining this yesterday on the coaching call. I started off with one clean eating day, six pleasure days, and I worked up to five clean days, two pleasure eating days. So um, there's a there's a lot of ways that that five two is just an introductory model. The real teaching is to structure your reading and so you can start any way you want to um but yeah structure your reading is crucial and the pleasure days people say oh i don't know if i can do pleasure days i'm gonna way overeat that's fine because again program yourself thin is not about rapid weight loss it's about permanent weight loss and so if we overeat this weekend i know you, you overeat on the weekend you say oh shit i blew everything well we don't do that we learn things from that we learn things from those overeating and mistakes we make that change us for the rest of our lives that's the big difference here. You know, you overeat and then everything's blown and you just go back to doing what you always did, you know? Um, and he said, that's me, except the not grateful part. <laughs> I got you, Angel. That's good. You got the grateful part. That's great. And someone said this. I'm going to just talk about this for a second. I will make a video about this because someone asked me. Um, someone says, oh, well, oh, that lifestyle piece feels overwhelming. It just feels like more stuff I'd have to do. I get that. In the program, I teach you a master ritual which takes care of six of those things um, in a minute or two. You know, because again, I want to point out for me, a weight loss plan, the most important piece of it is it's got to be practical. You know, I have a technique that I teach my clients and I'll share with you. I call it reduced to the ridiculous. And this is out of left field for you because you never think this way about your weight loss. Reduced to the ridiculous goes like this. I'll put it in context. Let's just say you want to start exercising. Let's just say you haven't exercised in 10 years. Now I'm going to use someone specifically in the program who says this. They used to be an athlete, have not worked out in 10 years. They go, I want to start working out. So they said, I'm going to work out every day for 20 minutes. That's as low as they could go where they could just say, okay, that's worth it. <clears throat> they go, they get on a couple weeks later and they go, well, I did it for a week and then I stopped doing it. So I, that's not work. That sucks. And so that, that was it, right? That's what most of us do. But what I said is I said, listen, we're not dieting here. We're not working. This, this isn't like the, the endurance test, right? Where you start, oh, I'm going to be perfect. Let's see how long I keep it up. That's the shittiest plan ever. Worst strategy ever. So what we did is we said, what would be the easiest way? Because the first phase, listen, when you extend your time frame, you can start thinking strategically, you're trying to do everything at once. And when you start thinking strategically, now you can start thinking more intelligently. And so this person said, let's first focus on when do you want to exercise in the morning? Great. So why didn't you do the 20 minutes? I didn't want to do the 20 minutes. Let's be honest, right? Okay. Why don't we start with a minute? There's a great, one of my favorite sayings in yoga, I'm a yoga instructor as well. Um, one of my favorite yoga sayings I've heard is that the hardest posture to do, the hardest asana is to get on your mat, right? So if we haven't exercised in 10 years and we start with 20 minutes, man, 20 minutes doesn't sound like a lot for the athletic person of us from 10, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, but the person has an exercise in 10 years and is a hundred pounds overweight, 
20 minutes is a lot of exercise to consistently just do. You might be able to do it the first day, the second day, the third day. Now you're sore, you're tired, it hurts. You're not looking forward to it. You don't want to do it. You stop doing it. Okay, so how do we get around that? Just do it. (laughs) Come on, just, don't you want this? Come on, man, just do it. That's the bullshit message you're always hearing. But what else could we do? Let's take a step back and think about this. Okay, we don't have to do it all at once. Let's think about it in phases. How about the first phase is, let's just associate working out in the morning. That's when you want to do it, great. And now let's make it as easy as we possibly can to do it at eight o'clock in the morning, let's say. So how about we make the goal, let's do it for a minute, just a minute. Because the first phase is just associating eight o'clock, working out, eight o'clock, working out. And we want to make the working out as easy as it possibly leaves. So we just associate eight o'clock, I work out, eight o'clock, I work out. And we do that for two weeks. And you do a minute and it's fine. You do a minute and you're like, oh, it was easy. Sometimes you might go, well, I'll do a little bit more. Great. But every time it's a minute, say, I can do a minute, no problem. We do 20 minutes. Oh, I don't want to do it. Oh, shit. When you feel like you don't want to do it, that, that's the first thing that you're trying to do is force yourself to do something you want to do. What, what are you doing? Let's start with a minute. What's your rush? And let's do that for a month. And the next one, you do five minutes. Now it feels okay because now you associate eight o'clock with, with exercising and now you're building on that association. I do in five minutes and you grow from there. The way that everyone else gets good at things systematically, slowly, strategically. It was the idea. Oh, I was going to start with 20 minutes. Uh, it's too much. It's too much. You know, um, is it as long as you get eight hours sleep? Is that okay? Or do you have to go to bed early? Um, here's the thing, right? Here's the distinction when it comes to sleep because I'm a big sleep proponent right here. I actually have a program called Sleep at Will. So if you struggle with sleep and you just want a sleep program, just message me and I'll shoot you a link to that because I don't, I don't offer it to the public. Um, here's the thing with sleep. You want to make a distinction between sleep opportunity and actual sleep. You can't control how much sleep you get. Okay. You can go lay in bed. You may fall asleep. You may not. Okay. But you can control 100% how much sleep opportunity you give yourself. So ideally, you want to give yourself, now again, it's all relative. So if you've been getting five hours of sleep for the last six years, don't go straight to eight, nine hours of sleep. It's, it's too big of a jump. Start with an extra half hour, an hour. Work your way up. Again, your impatience is your biggest enemy. You know what I mean? Like that's simple. So with the sleep, um, I would test it out. Eight hours is the rule of thumb. You know, that's what I aim for. Um, I look to give myself eight to nine hours of sleep opportunity. You know, and, and do I sleep all those hours? No, you know. Now, of course, there's strategies you can use to sleep more as well. Um, you can get better at sleeping. I was a shitty sleeper. I really was. And, um, in, in, you know, part of it was losing weight, eating healthier, not eating before bed, um, and learning how to influence my mind and my body, relax some, quiet my mind down. All of that stuff has made me a pro sleeper. That's why I created the program Sleep at Will. I can fall asleep. I could, I do this. I could take a nap. I can take 50 minute naps because I can fall asleep within a minute or two. You know what I mean? It's wonderful. It's a great skill to have. I did not have this skill. You know what I mean? I created it. I developed it. It's very interesting in life. Things you think, again, that's kind of that fixed growth mindset stuff. If you know about that, some people just say, oh, I'm a bad sleeper. I'm not, I'm a, a stressed out person. I was this way. And what I've come to find out is that it wasn't that I was those things. Maybe I was those a little bit naturally, but you can learn, you can practice becoming more relaxed, becoming a better sleeper, becoming a better eater, be, you know, all these things. And you can transform yourself into a whole better version of yourself. It's pretty fun, you know? But eight hours of sleep is where I would start the, the clock at. That's what I would look to at least give myself eight hours of sleep opportunity, ideally. Now, again, if you can't do that or you're at five hours, seek to get it up to six and notice how much better you feel, you know? 
So yeah, I can't give you a straight answer with that, but I like to give you a more nuanced answer because I think that's more valuable. Um, Astrid says, I want to gift me myself a birthday present and start your program in October. Can I pay in two parts? Yeah, absolutely. Just shoot me a message, Astrid, and I will... Um, I'll get you going. And I would love to get you in the program because I know you're here, Astra. I, I love, I, a lot of the people, honestly, it, my, my whole story with the program, just in case you haven't noticed it, I've been doing this for 20 years. I've had Program Yourself going for literally 20 years. I've been doing this. I've been on this journey 30 years personally, 20 years professionally. And Program Yourself, then I created right at the beginning of my career. Um, I've always focused on weight loss. And, um, but, but, you know, so I had the program and, and I'd offer it and I was always tweaking it and doing different things. Um, the last five years or so, I've really been focused on private coaching. I was doing mostly private coaching, which I really enjoyed. But I really, I kind of sat last year, almost a year ago, I kind of sat down and I was like, this isn't real. I'm not really doing my mission. My mission in life is to help as many people as possible live at their goal weight. And so I, I kind of changed. I wasn't doing any social media, none of that. I was just doing, you know, I was doing private coaching and I certified coaches in, in this method as well last year. Um, and I was like, ah, it's just not, I'm not hitting my, my true fulfillment. I know it. And so I kind of went back to the drawing board. I redid Program Yourself then and decided to offer it as a group coaching program so I could coach groups um, for a more reasonable price. Again, my, my private coaching is 25 grand. I know that's a lot. I don't, sometimes people get upset about that, but you know, money's just relative. And um, you know, there's people that just have a shit ton of money and um, they'll invest it. You know what I mean? And so and they're very motivated and it's fun working with them. Um, but I don't want to just do that either. That didn't feel good. And so I want to help as many people as possible. So this is what I do. This is kind of the Robin Hood. I always think of this business model where I have people that pay me a lot of money. I made this group coach, coaching program. Um, and then I started doing group coaching this year. We started right in January. And that's been really, really fun. I've really enjoyed that because I get to work with a lot of people and really help them. Um, being able to work with you individually in these calls is I just, I can't overstate how valuable it is. It really is. I'm not, there's no point for me to be falsely modest. I, I'm really good at this. Um, and then the program itself is just incredible. So anyways, I've been kind of just, you know, I, I got, I make enough money private coaching and doing what I do in other ways. Um, but so I really just kind of, I started doing TikTok and I started doing more like social media stuff just to get the message out for free. I started doing a podcast every day. I do all this stuff for free just to help more people. And it's been really awesome. And so that has brought a lot of people into the program. Um, but I've been a little bit lazy. What I'm going to do is I will start advertising and I will start advertising these programs. And the, the program is going to go up to two grand because again, it's just a matter. I'm keeping the group small. It's just, it is what it is. But so right now it is, um, it is a thousand bucks. And I know, I know some people say, oh my God, so much. But again, everything's relative. You know what I mean? Like I always say to people, like we live in a culture where money talks, bullshit walks. I mean, you, you value what you invest in. You know, people say, oh my God, a thousand dollars for a weight loss. Oh my God, I don't know. Wait, well, while they're watching me on a thousand dollar phone <laughs> that they're going to buy 20 more of in their lives. You know what I mean? So what we assign value to is, is a big part of this approach. And if you think you're just going to try a weight loss program, you're probably not getting results anyways. If you're just trying to get a program because you want to look better, this ain't the program for you. If you need a program because you want to live as long as you can and you know your weight's instrumental in making that happen and you realize, I want to have the best quality of life possible. I want to go on adventures. I want to play with my grandkids. I want to have energy. I want to be free. I want to be independent, mobile, strong, flexible, happy, healthy, confident. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if that's your goal, then that's small potatoes because this is not a weight loss program. It's a personal development program, you know? And so I make that crystal clear. Again, um, 
you know, I, the way I even sell the program, I, I, I put the thing on, on program yourself to just a, a sales page for people who've gone through it. But most people have gotten the program. They watch the training I do, which is about a half hour. And then I talk about it. So again, I'm not trying to bullshit anyone. I'm not trying to trick anyone again. And I don't sit here and promote the program. I promote the ideas because I want you to internalize these. I have people every day that, that like, they're thanking me with all the weight they lost just from listening to the podcast, watching the video, the trainings on my email list. So again, I want you to know, for me, this is a mission. Why, if you don't know, my dad died at 54 of a heart attack. I was nine years old. My brother was six. It was the most devastating, traumatic thing that's happened in my life. And so for me, when I think about weight loss, it's not its not just looking good in a bathing suit or, or looking good. It's about living longer. It's about spending as much time as you possibly can with the people you love. It's about squeezing the most enjoyment and in, in life, you know, value out of life that you can possibly can. So it's, it's not about just looking. I want you to look good too, right? That part's fun too, but... It's um, it's a deep, meaningful thing for me. As I'm working on a book too, that'll be about to sell that for a dollar. Again, I'm, I'm gonna do everything I can, you know. Again, it's a Robin Hood model. But anyways, yeah. If you want to get in the program now, Astrid, I, w- I would love to work with you because I feel like I almost know you a little bit here. Um, but yeah, you you shoot me that, and I'll, I'll work with you with that the payment there as well. Um, um, yes, three clean, one pleasure. Okay, Bailey, yeah, I got you. I love I, that's a great way to do it. See, again, that's what I love is. What I look to do is I, I want to give you principles. Do you know what I mean? Um, I want to give you principles of how to structure your reading, how to structure your lifestyle, how to structure your mindset to get the results you want. I'm not giving you like, here's the plan, follow it. I think that rigidness is one of the core problems of diets and why you've struggled so far so much. I think you need to be given kind of principles, ideas, and then fill them out with your own unique situation, preferences, lifestyle, personality, you know? Um, three, three, one pleasure is great. And Bailey, you're right on the track with that because, okay, the reason we do the, the, we, we start to compartmentalize days. And so you have pleasure days. Oh shit, I'm way overeating on those days. That's fine because now you've come, what most people do is they're all or nothing. So it's like, they're, they're not paying attention to any of their eating and now they're going to change all of it. And so they do this all or nothing. They never learn anything. So the first thing we want to do is we want to start structuring our eating. We start put some boundaries around things. And so we do the clean and pleasure eating days. And so you put the pleasure eating days around here, and they say, "Oh, I'm overeating on them." It's fine because now you've compart, you've squeezed it, you compartmentalized it, and now you can start to recognize your patterns. What's leading to the overeating? A big part of those pleasure days is figuring out how to eat for pleasure. A big part of those pleasure days is learning how to have a healthier relationship with food. You, you don't ever work on that. Like my pleasure days, which I'm about to start in about an hour because um, Friday night kicks it off. Although I will say yesterday was a doozy. Yesterday is usually a clean eating day for me. And I went to a, a fair and it's th- these fairs are just crazy. <laughs> I mean, it is. These fairs are just like, what are we doing? I know it's fun. I'm joking. Like it's, it's fine in its own context, but it's like, what what a world. Fried Oreos, fried butter. I mean, it is just... um. It's just so funny. It's so it's just a funny world we live in, but um, but anyways, yeah. So so Bailey, you're right on track with it. Don't worry that you, you overate on pleasure days. It's not about being perfect right away. It's about learning again and program yourself. Then awareness precedes change. So we don't want to just stop our behaviors or fight our behaviors. We want to understand ourselves first so that we can create strategic solutions that fit us like a glove because then they're going to last long. All right. So keep going, Bailey. It's fine. You're you're right on track with that. Jimmy says, is fasting 60 hours good for you to kick off your fat loss? No, 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 no. Um, not at all. That's that's the complete wrong approach because what's doing something like that does is it throws you way off balance to start your fat loss. 
right? So it's like, you're going to fast for 60 hours. If you even make it, you're going to be so hungry by the time you start eating and you, you will, maybe you will lost some weight and then you're going to know I'm going to put all this weight back on. And now you're going to start to create this shitty relationship with food. You're going to reinforce it. Oh, I got to eat. Oh, here comes the weight again. It, it, it's no good. You're going to be tired. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be annoyed. You're probably going to overeat as soon as you start eating again. And so it completely throws you off balance Completely wrong. So thank you for asking that, Jimmy, because that is completely the wrong way to do it. What I'd suggest you do, this is what I say to everyone, so I'll, I'll tell you right now, is I would suggest you want to lose weight. The first thing I do is go to bed early tonight. Let, let's get your energy back up. You probably are depleted and we need to get you calm, relaxed, more energized. And so I know you want to lose weight though. So focus on getting your energy up first, get some sleep, naps, start drinking some more water. And then pick your worst eating habit. What's your worst eating habit? It's probably snacking at night, eating at night, overeating at dinner, eating, snacking in the afternoon, okay? Pick one of those and focus on that. Don't try and change it. Just start to understand it. Why am I eating at night? What is going on? Let me unravel this pattern, this behavior. Let me understand it. And then I will go and work on finding solutions for it. What are the solutions? The three R's, not just remove. <laughs> That's the diet. I'll just stop. I'm just gonna remove. I'm not gonna eat at night anymore. Okay, for a day or two. So removes one of them though, you have that option, but then there's reduce and replace. So maybe you look at your evening eating and you say, okay, I'm gonna go from you know, a bag of chips to half a bag of chips. I'm gonna go from chips to eating a banana. You know, you be, be flexible, experiment, try different things out and figure out what works for you. You do this for a week, two weeks, a month, two months. Now all of a sudden you've got strategies that really work. It's not just you iron, well, I'm gonna stop eating at night. It's you coming up with, if I do this, I don't even wanna eat at night. Now you've got a lifelong plan. Okay. And then if you're really impatient, you could simultaneously start working on optimizing your first meal of the day, right? Make it as healthy and as nourishing as you possibly can. That's what I'd suggest to you, Jimmy, as an alternative. It's you get much better results long-term. All right. Bailey says, does the hypnosis work if you're sleeping? Is it beneficial to keep the four-hour YouTube hypnosis on? Um, I mean, studies show that when you're asleep, none of that works. However, as you go into sleep, is a great time to listen to hypnosis. That's why I suggest, that's why I do the hip, sleep gnosis sessions in my program, which by the way, there's two versions of them. One of them has a count out, so you can listen to it early in the night, then wake up and go the rest of your night. The other one doesn't, so you can listen as you drift off to sleep. And there's something magical. When you, when you go from awake to sleep, you pass through a hypnagogic state, a very hypnotic form of, um, of, of a mindset. And you know this, right? Because you know when you're laying flat and it feels like you're falling, right? That's when you're flipping from your logical, rational mind to your dream mind. And so when you're getting all these great suggestions while you're going into there, oh, it's awesome because now you might have a dream about it and it's more powerful. You might, you just kind of get in a different way. So I like that part. Once you fall asleep, it's not going to do much. But if you kind of like, if you kind of awake, you only know, wake up a little bit and you're hearing that stuff, you know, then it's good. So I don't think you're going to, nothing bad will happen from it. And um, I think you could only get good things. So I, I would keep keep listening to that during those times. <laughs> Bailey said the Big E. You know about the Big E, Bailey? Are you from you from New England? Yeah, Big E's. That's cause I'm in New England. I'm in Massachusetts. Um, and I actually used to. I grew up in the town where the Big E is in West Springfield. And so the Big E was always like you know this big part of my life. I haven't gone in like four or five years, which was good. You know, it was good to get a little bit of a break. Um, I, I had a great time last night. And, um, and I ate, I, I, I <laughs> eating is so funny. I mean, like I never eat like that. I'd never, never eat like that. But within the context, I still ate okay. Cause it's like, you know, I, I don't like, I don't like feeling like shit from food. Um, but anyways, 
So, uh, yeah, fried butter. <laughs> fried butter! And that's just the beginning. I mean, it's just so crazy. Um, it's just such a nutty thing. But anyways, yeah, the biggie is funny. But it was fun. It was a fun time. Didi says, make one change at a time. Yeah, right? It, it's just, it's the smart, intelligent way. Um, yeah, the large mozzarella stick, right? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And that, I don't know if that was the same place, but they got the large mozzarella stick. And the big thing this year seemed to be pickles, right? Everything was like pickle flavor. They had... um a pickle pizza it, it, a lot because i saw i see this line oh, I, i'll tell you one thing like i live in kind of a rural area and um i i don't deal i don't like traffic and, and busyness so um it was pretty busy last night but but even like like people waiting in line and like it looked like it was probably a 45 minute wait i said what the hell's that you know and i'm looking and it's pickle pickle pizza um it, it's funny i got what i got last night that was disgusting i will tell you we all thought it was disgusting too it was it was pickle lemonade and it was gross. That was gross. I got to tell you, it, nasty. And we got a pickle cupcake. That was okay, but it was so sweet that it was it was all right. But uh, <laughs> pickle cupcakes, pickle cupcake was okay. We never got the pickle pizza. It was too long. Um, my daughter loves pickles. My, my actually, I guess my, my my wife and my son like pickles a lot too. I don't like them as much as they do. I like pickles as much as the next person, but not too much. But pickle lemonade was so disgusting. It was so gross that I was like, I don't even know how to deal with this. And so I literally, I had to go right back. And I'll tell you another thing, folks. I don't know, man. I don't know how people go in these fairs. I don't know if everyone's just rich or what, because I was like, get a fried donut lemonade. And they're like, that's $20. It was like, what? $20? What's up, Karen? But uh, anyway, so I get the pickle lemonade and it's like so disgusting. And it's just lingering in my mouth. I'm just like, Argh. it's so gross. And so the only antidote, I was like, I got to get a regular lemonade. As I go back, you know what I mean? Give me another one. That might have been the plan, you know, sell the pickle lemonade. So you need to get the lemonade to get the taste out of your mouth. And that kind of fixed it. But uh, yeah, the foods they make in there are just crazy, crazy. Bailey says, my past self would have binged. I've come so far. Very proud of myself. That's great, Bailey. Yeah, that's, I, you know, I feel the same way. You know what I mean? Like, I always say that, like, um, <laughs> yeah, people like, pickle lemonade is an insane idea, right? So insane. I got it. Although it was funny. Our original idea, my my son and I got, um, we we were we were the rest of the family kind of waiting over there and so my, my son and i went over there I'm like oh, well let's get the pickle lemonade we'll, we'll be like oh we got some lemonade and try it and uh, then they came over and saw we were ordered so we couldn't trick them with it but it was gyros um but i'll tell you another one what but but yeah so we ate and it, like you said like I, i'm still proud of myself because i i still like here what i ate right i like mac and cheese grilled cheese sandwich melt um you know th this teriyaki honey shrimp noodle thing uh, you know, burger, chili fries, fried dough, uh, cream puff. <laughs> so you're like, what? Fried clams, um, a pickle cupcake. You know, it says, oh my God. But but I ate just a little bit of it. You know what I mean? It's like I didn't carry away. So, so again, it's the same thing. I didn't feel like I was going to throw up when I was leaving out there, which I don't know how it's a miracle because I never eat any of that stuff. It's funny. But yeah, but it's little things like that. You know, I'm glad you said that, Bailey, because it's like you really have to orient yourself. The weight loss thing cannot be the only motivation for you. You really have to find the subtle things that are exciting and motivating about this journey. And for me, it's like I'm always finding those. I've been the same way for 30 years. I went a little blip 12 years ago, but it's the same weight. And so you have to find the little things that you're excited about. So it's like I go to the Big E. I'm excited that I'm yeah, I ate all that shit that I just said, right? But I didn't eat that much of it. We we're kind of sharing it and all the rest of it. And so it's like I, I was in control the whole time. And it's like even still, I'm like, this is all, I, I can't believe it. Like, I can't believe it. Cause I know that like always I was like, ah, and then you feel like so gross. 
And it's like, none of that happened. And it wasn't even a problem. And it's like, but I, I appreciate that. And I'm still thankful for that. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, that's my gratitude piece. But I'm so grateful that I eat so differently now. And every day I'm grateful for it. You know, like, like I'm just, like I'm little, I'm proud of myself. Like still, like it never goes away. And that's what I want for you guys. You know, it's, it's the flip side of where you're at. You know, like, like right now, your, your weight is always a constant source of feeling like shit about yourself, you know? And so it's like, I want you to orient yourself, not to like how you're going to look better. That's a cherry on top thing, you know? What I want you to really pay attention to is that you get to live every day within these feelings, these positive feelings of feeling proud of yourself, of feeling just this freedom, this calmness, this this peace of mind, this energy, you know? I mean, it's, it's just, it's, I don't know. Like, like, that's what I want for you. you know, there's so much more at stake here than just looking better, you know? The diets are always like, you gotta understand this. You, you've millions of diet ads in your life and it's always the before and after picture. So they're subconsciously orienting you to think about weight loss just superficially, just how you're gonna look. And that's a very, it, it's literally, it's called extrinsic motivation. It's the weakest form of motivation. It depends on other people, right? You want other people to say, oh my God, look at you, you know? And it's like, that, that only goes so far because you don't give a shit. You spent the last 20 years struggling with weight saying, I'm more than my, well, how I look. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're, you know, you're always like, I'm more, I'm not, my weight doesn't define me. I'm not, you know, you have to say that, right? To, to make peace with the weight on some level. And then you're trying to motivate yourself saying, I got to look better. I got to look better. You don't give a shit. You know what I mean? If you're, you're a 60 year old grandmother, like how you look is not going to change your life. Do you know what I mean? How you feel is, and, and looking better is always a nice bonus, but it's not enough motivation, you know? So I was trying to tell you that. Um, I see you, Marcy, and I'm going to respond to you. I'm going to tell you now too, that I've been got caught up on with the emails and I see you too. I saw someone wrote, they just joined the program. I'm going to get to that one second. Um, but, but while I got Marcy on my mind, cause I, I wanted to email you, Danny, I, I'm behind. Um, you mentioned that week where you won't have any Wi-Fi, So, I would suggest if you could download the sessions ahead of time and have them on your phone and listen to them during the days, that would be ideal. If not, you could take a week break from the whole thing and then come back to it. Um, and there's no pausing it, unfortunately, but you'd just be a couple of days back. You still can go back to those days. I would just pick it up where you're at. So you, you get the session, you listen to that session. Um, but don't worry, you don't have to listen to every session in a row. There's not like, it, it's really... Um, you don't have to listen to these sessions in order. It's just listening to them consistently. But my first suggestion would be to download those sessions you're going to miss and have them there and listen to them on vacation because there's nothing better. I always joke, I was starting this call saying like, the program yourself then is probably the only program on the planet that you would start on a Friday. Right? Again, I would say that, you know, I've known this for a long time. There's a bunch of people just started today. Um, it, it's, I, I laugh about that because you're not starting some crazy plan. But I would second to that, I would say program yourself is probably the only weight loss program you would do on vacation on a cruise because you can still go overeat. It doesn't matter. But if you stay listening to the sessions, you're still grounded in the approach and you're learning. You know, this is what you don't understand, folks. You can, when you overeat, when you choose the wrong foods, that is actually the most valuable time to learn something profound that changes the whole course of your weight loss forever. And I'm not just bullshitting you. It's really true because this is called utilization. See, every time you make a bad choice, you get beat yourself up and it throws you off the track. But program yourself then, the whole program's built around learning from your mistakes. Guess why? Because you make lots of fucking mistakes. This idea that you're going to be perfect and that you're going to ride perfection to your goal weight is the dumbest, the dumbest plan on the planet. And you want to keep doing that, knock yourself out. Let me know how it's going, okay? But if you want to be practical and real, how about we create a weight loss plan that's built around you making mistakes so that every time you make a mistake, you learn something really profound from it. You learn a new strategy from it. You learn, you reinforce some new awareness or awareness that you've forgotten about. That's the path. 
you know? So again, Marcy, that, that's that. If, if you need more insight on that, I will, um, I'll help you with it. Yeah, Marcy said, love the program. Okay, that's great. I really want them for the vacation. Yeah, download them. You can download them off of, um, right? Yeah, you can download them. You should be like, what, what kind of cruise? Cruises have Wi-Fi, right? Don't they? But you can download them in the, um, in the thing. And if you're having trouble with that, just shoot me a message. I, I can... I can do lots of stuff for you. I can put them in a folder for you on Google Drive. I can get them for you if you can't download them for whatever reason. But let's let's do that. Let's let's work to get them so you have them while you're on vacation and listen to that stuff on vacation. That that's a that's a really good idea. Um, my pass on with Ben. Yeah, yeah, pickle lemonade. Um, oh, Tanya. Okay, hi Jim. I'm my first week. Your eight week program. I keep falling asleep in the evening hypnosis. That's okay. I was just talking about this, Tanya. Um, here's the thing. When you listen to those sleep notes, if you're listening to the ones that, that don't have the count that you listen to it and go to sleep, that's fine to fall asleep. That's what they're for. Because I, I truly believe this, that one of the most profound moments to hear these positive suggestions you're getting, and especially the sleep gnosis sessions are designed very specifically around really core weight loss mantras, like driving those deep into your subconscious mind. There's a lot of repetition, different ways of saying the same thing. So if you listen to those while you fall asleep, as I was just describing this, you go when you're going to sleep, you're going from awake to sleep. You know that feeling you get, like you feel like you're falling, but you're laying flat down, but you it's where it really feels like you're falling. That's when your imagination's taking over. So if you're getting these positive suggestions during that time, a lot of time you're going to get a lot of value out of it. You're going to dream about it. You're going to think about it. You're going to wake up thinking about it. That's what we want. Okay. So don't falling asleep is exactly what those are made for. Okay, so perfect. And remember, you're not just listening for the eight-week program. You go through the eight-week program, and then you start it again and reinforce it even deeper. Okay, so that that's perfect, though. That that's what you want. Um, yeah, Billy says calmness, no guilt, just going back next day to eat like the thin person. That's my mind, Billy. That's exactly it. That that's the approach, folks. That's what we want. Thanks, Tanya. Um, that's what we want. No guilt, calmness. Yeah, another even the new phrase. Because I always say, like in a nutshell, program yourself thin is calm weight loss. That's what we're looking to do. The calm is the foundation of the whole thing. So you think the hypnosis and you think it's suggestion is going to change my mind. Hypnosis is a state of being. It's you relaxing your body and your mind so that you're in this calm, receptive place. Then the suggestions come. The suggestions are just good ideas. You know what I mean? That you're hearing because you don't ever get good, positive, healthy ideas put into your mind, right? Where, where are you going to get those from? Where are you getting supportive, encouraging, positive messages to live at your goal weight in your life? You're getting all the opposite, you know? So relaxing and calming is the, is the foundational piece of the whole program, you know? Because when you're calm, you, you, I don't have to give you any suggestions. You just, as you are right now, you being calm, just that, you make better food decisions automatically. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's a million things that change once you're calm, physically, biochemically, nervous system wise, psychologically. And they're all just instantly going the healthier direction. So that's that. <laughs> uh, okay, let me know if I can download them. Yeah, see if you can download them, Marcy. And um, if you can, I like I said, I, I can get you those quick. Um, yeah, Karen and Marcy, two employees doing it together. That's a great idea too. Oh, you're just with Marcy and I needed. She's my best friend and coworker. That's so awesome. That's so great too. Cause it kind of like, it makes it even more powerful. Like you kind of start talking about this stuff. It's so good. That's why, again, that's just one more thing. Again, if you can do the, the coaching program, oh, which you, you two um, and anyone who's in the the other program, well, I get this, this week, I should get this week, but I'm going to get you access for a week to the coaching calls. I'll give you a week access to that, um, which will be cool. But I was saying, if anyone can do the coaching call, that's just one more aspect is, 
to to be able to listen to me work with other people as well and to get to hear them and, and how they're changing again is really really valuable as well um so there's a lot of benefits to that but again i understand financial you know realities and stuff so um all right everyone i'm out of here i'm gonna get out of here uh, i hope you all have a super duper weekend if i don't see you tomorrow i might be on who knows we'll see um probably not got a busy day um but uh yeah and, and i know you two are both in the uk I, there's a, there's a, been a number of people in the uk there's some of my favorites um just some of my favorite people. Like I always joke around. That's my, I'm, I'm learning to become bilingual. I'm starting to speak um, British. I, I love British words. So, um, oh, Blige, you're in that. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, I love your problem. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome guys. And so remember if, um, if you're not in the pro, if you're not on my email list, go to my bio, click that link, get the hypnosis session. I give you a free hypnosis, a kickstart session called the new thin me. Listen to that. It's about 10 minutes. You'll have it forever. You can listen to it multiple times. Um, and then, more importantly, though, is I, as soon as you opt in, it takes you a couple minutes to send you the session, and I bring you to a training, Three Steps to Master Your Weight. Watch that training, okay? It's about 30 minutes, but it'll, it'll I'm just kind of all over the place in these lives. That'll give you a systematic new approach to master your weight that you're not thinking about. And so that's all free, too, all right? So go check that out. All right, everyone, have a great day. We will talk soon. Goodbye.